and welcome back to Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D homebrew 5th edition podcast hosted by myself, Carla Harris, and set in my homebrew world of Kalandos. And around the table, I have amazing players, and I'm going to start on my right this evening. If you can introduce yourself and your character. Hi, I'm Kirsten, and I play Oriel. Hi, I'm Kit, and I play Rain. I'm Wednesday, and I play Zantalarian. And I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. To recap, what happened in last week's episode, if you don't want to go back and listen to it, but I know you do, so we'll wait, and then you can get a double recap and just be like, yes, that's exactly what happened. Or, wow, that character did not pay attention at all. Okay, so go listen and come back and, you know, let us know what you thought of the recap. So we're going to recap with Zantelarian. In last week's episode... I, using my excessive good looks and innate half-elven talents, finally managed to get the girl. I convinced her with the sincerity of love to believe our story that we are in fact from the future and now we have an opportunity to get Jeremy home. And the sincerity of his eyebrows. Let us not forget. And maybe us too. We would also like to go home. <laughs> just, just a thought. <laughs> well, we'll see. All right. So last, last week, uh, mm. that did indeed happen. Um, as well as Rain tried to throw a, a gnome into the pool, which made all the gnomes on guard. Um, and where we left off, Pia was looking at the whole room with her back to the wall so that adventurers can't throw her into a pool which she didn't think would happen, but apparently would, um, is just uh, told off all the adventurers saying she's going to look in the pool and no one must move or do anything untoward, otherwise the gnomes will attack because they don't know slash care who they are. Also, um, she does semi-believe that they are from the future because Jeremy, which she has now also dubbed Jeremy, thanks to uh, players' naming conventions, um, has also solidified slash um, very cryptically said, yes, that, that seems like a true story. Right. Is anyone going to do anything? I'm going to bow and extend my hand. I'm waiting for her to come into the pool with me. Did you get back into the pool? I was in the pool the yeah, whole time. Oh, were you in the pool he the was. whole time? Yes. Okay. Well, you were in the... So you beckon to her shirtless. You are still shirtless. Oh, yes. yes. Good. Just checking. <laughs> you beckon to her. She looks at you. And sort of leans over to see if it's more shallow where you're standing. Um, it doesn't appear to be. So she's going to shift along further and just look at you like, oh, okay. And she's going to lean over towards the pool and slowly put her hand in. She's going to pull her hand out. She's going to look very closely at the pool. Well, it's a pool of water, so... Are you crazy? You need to put more than just your hand in. You need to put your whole self in. To go to the future? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, think about it. You can't, just, you can't just put your hand in the pool and have your hand disappear because then technically your hand's been chopped off. You need to put your whole self in the pool and then you'll see that we're telling the truth. Face but first. He, but he's got his whole, well, half his body in the pool. Well, we're stuck here. That's the problem. Because there was something in the pool. We're stuck here. But Kneferin went through the pool and he's okay. So I'm pretty sure 
that you'll be able to go through the pool. Or Sam, one of your gnomes. She she looks around <laughs> at the group. <laughs> Who's banishable? <laughs> um, I wink. <laughs> she looks over there. <laughs> she uh, shouts something in gnomish. No one speaks gnomish. No, no, no. I one. can comprehend languages, but I don't feel like it. Oh, okay. You don't feel like <laughs> comprehending the language. So you hear her start, shout something and the, the gnomes start to mobilize and they start forming a, a gnome chain holding hands and they go to grab Pia's hand and they start to slowly lower her into the pool. As she's getting lowered into the pool, um, her body is like going sideways and parallel, almost like a clock <laughs> hand. And she's going, just before her whole left-hand side of her body lands in the pool, she says, if I die, I'll kill you for this. <laughs> um, and she gets lowered into the pool and she releases the, the gnome who's holding her nearest and she swims a little bit and then lifts her head out the water and is treading water a little bit because even though the pool is not deep, um, it's deep for her. <laughs> and she says, so you got me wet for nothing. Okay, I am going to fish her out, like pick her up, you know, the whole like... Dirty dancing. No, <laughs> no. No, 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 the, the bridal carry thing. Oh, the bridal carry. Yeah, that's way more. That's cooler. That's more romantic. In any case, I'm going to pick her up and say, it appears this pool is broken. Um, as you pick her up, she looks at you and she, she stops, uh, obviously stops paddling. And she's like, well, it's a pool. You swim in it. It doesn't appear to be broken to me. It, wait, it's broken because Zant is in it. That you need to get out the pool and let her get back into the pool. Did I see the bioluminescent thing in the water no. that Rain fished out? No. Okay. So the only people who have seen it is Rain and Zantelarin. I mean, you guys can look at the pool while you're standing outside. I mean, you're but not doing anything else. Didn't she fish it all out? She fished out some of it in her Oh, sorry. Hit the mic. So they may or may not still be in the pool, but when Zant looked, there was. But you don't know that. You don't know that. Okay. <laughs> the magic of meta. Meta magic. Uh, can Oriole saddle us to Jeremy again? Yeah. I mean, if yeah, Jeremy <laughs> will allow you to, I'm sure. Jeremy. How do we make the pool work again? Can Azorn whisper? Yes. You can try. Please roll, <laughs> roll performance for me. Really? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I mean, you've got a giant mouth. Your mouth is like half your head. So I assume <laughs> your mouth is half your head. <laughs> performance, can someone help me on a character sheet? What Charisma. is it? Charisma. Uh, 14. So <laughs> you lean over. And you manage to, the words, no one else can hear the words, but they still hear like a reverberation of the gruffness <laughs> of your voice. But they can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> In a very bassy tone. Um, the Zorn says, I think the pool is not broken, but the creature that... It contained is gone, meaning the magic is gone. This is a good thing. It just occurred to me 
that the problem was how much they believed in it. And I think he's whispered too much here. Like, <laughs> feels the reverberations. Reverberations. The, the reverberations pass through, and one gnome that was holding on the 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 gnome chain. Uh, starts tipping towards the pull from the ver- <laughs> reverberation and then it looks like all, the whole chain is getting pulled slowly and the one that's near the pool is trying to freewheel with its left arm it's making circles to try and you know use the power of air to push itself back and that gnome falls in the pool and the other gnome lets its hand go <laughs> so there's now a, a, a male gnome also paddling paddling in the pool um, the male gnome seems to start to swim towards uh, Zantelarian and Rain. You would know if you're looking. Uh, is starting to swim towards sort of the luminescent area. Dobby, what are you doing? Dobby is very irritated. You are surrounded by a chain of gnomes. Zantelarian is holding Dobby gnome. doesn't even re- like realize that there's other gnomes. <laughs> Except for this. the gnome. He just sees Pierre in Zantelarian's arms. And he is fuming. He's about to firebolt. <laughs> okay. Uh, he doesn't. But he's close to it. So anyone looking at Darby sees almost the the skin on Darby's hand almost seems to start glowing slight, ever so slightly. And if you look carefully, you could see those heat pulsations that you see like in or coming off tar in a hot day. So... You, you can almost see that coming off Darby's hands. And possibly also from Darby's eyes, daggers. Daggers. Met- metaphorical if daggers. could kill. Flip, if you could cast like eye daggers, that would be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so dope. Well, <laughs> Pia. Yes, and she realizes she's still in Santillarian's mm. arms. Um, yes, and she was holding his chest, but now she folds her arms and she's like, yes. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. There, there's just a pool here, so I don't know. I agree. There's just a pool here, but there was a creature here before that we were actually fighting. Uh, and Jeremy and I had a chat, and we came to the conclusion that the creature was the the thing that sent us to the past from the future. And we kind of defeated it in the past. Now I fear we're stuck here. Why would a creature send you to the past for you to kill it so you can't go back to the future? I don't think that was its plan for us to kill it. What do you think its plan was? To show us how good it's got it by having all of you serve it. I'm sorry, what? You were all kind of like brainwashed slaves, digging with your bare hands, not eating, not sleeping, not bathing. It was really dark, metaphorically and physically. And yes, it, it was. you were just serving its will because it had shown you the future of all these plants over the ground, uh, taking over the world, and you guys were just... You know of the dreams. Yes, I've seen it. That's the future that it shows you. And I don't necessarily believe that it's a truthful future. But back to the point of you guys believe that so, so much that you are half killing yourselves trying to dig deeper for it. 
well, we had, and then she realizes she still has arms and she pushes you and she like, like weeds, tries to weed out the water and then she, um, I'm not going to let go. She tries to like, (laughs) she tries to push you off, but it's very like half-hearted, like as she's pushing your chair, she's like, hmm, yes. And then she's like, no, and then she folds her arms and then she like tries to roll out her arms. And then as she's trying to do that, she realizes she'll land face first in the water. She'll probably drown. So she stops that. And then she just, <sighs> All right. <laughs> we have been having dreams about plants taking over the world, which is why we wanted to de- dig deeper where it was safe. Because surely all of us could not have had the same dream. Isn't that right? And she turns to um, the gnome that's in the pool, still mm-hmm. swimming and is near the luminescence. And when you look at him closely, you realize that that is the dreamer. <gasps> okay. And she's like, isn't that right, Baldur? What's his name? Baldur. Baldur. And Baldur. Oh, sorry. Yes? Wait for you to finish what you're going to sure. say first. Uh, and Baldur um, it just goes, <clears throat> and then is looking very deeply in the pool. I am going to drop here. <laughs> Amen. And Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> hoist, hoist the gnome out of the water, like literally like grab him by the scruff of the neck and chuck him. Out of the pool. Yes. Roll strength for me. <laughs> That's a bad roll for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you drop here, who is like, as Baldur goes, <clears throat> she's like, Baldur. <laughs> oh, 11. All right, so as you, you wade over to where he is, it's not far, um, and you lift him up, and as you do, you can see he's, it also looks like he's got a vial, and you manage to sort of just shove him onto the edge of the pool, uh, but not like throw him totally over. And he's like, hey, I was looking at that. Don't touch it. I think you'd best hand it over. Why? Well, either that or I'm going to slit your throat. And at that, I'm going to keep everyone. I'm, I'm still keeping everyone's initiatives from last time. Um, we're still good for now. Just. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's a good was danger. Was the I the throat. Not enough. <laughs> Oh, there's a chicken danger. Well, like and, a and drunk said chick. Yeah. And as you say that, um, you hear suddenly you hear unsheathing from all the gnomes, <laughs> and, and like shinking as they lift their pickaxes off the floor because they put it down when they were making the gnome chain. And one gnome falls into the pool as obviously he got the <laughs> message later than everyone else that they were letting go of hands. Um, he starts treading water. Pia also starts treading water. She's not drowning. Um, and she, she shouts, I have had enough. And she starts trying to swim to the edge and pull herself out. She's like, all right, you shirtless, you move away from my gnomes. And then she, she looks at the pulsating, um, half orc and she's like, you move away from me. <laughs> she points at Darby. She looks at Rain and she points and she's like, you sort of fine now (laughs) and you she points at Oriel get away from Jeremy and she points at Jeremy and she's like and you 
I'll find you. So, <laughs> and then she points at, at, at Baldor and she's like, and you tell me exactly what that is. Right, that's everyone. And then Baldor looks at her and he looks at the vial and he's like, well, there appears to be a, a, something, an essence of some kind in the water uh, that you can only see at, the, at this very point. And I've put it in the vial because I believe this might be the solution to what these um, crazy people are saying. Can Jeremy nudge Oriel? Consider Oriel nudged. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, Pia doesn't notice. Uh, was that a roll for Pia to... What's up? No, he's, he's just nudging her towards, like, this is important. Like, just he doesn't uh, say anything. He just nudges her towards the vial and the shenanigans happening there. Okay, if, if you want to try and make that uh, blatant, <laughs> considering you have an arm with talons, so it, mm. it would be quite hard to gesticulate what you're okay. trying to say. I um, literally just want to push her body towards oh, the action. forward. Okay, yeah. so you're Go not trying involved. to be like, yes, thumbs up. Not this is the right Can, can, she, to, like, can, she, roll, can she roll inside to figure out why he's pushing her forward? Oh, come on. Or, I'm just pushing you towards Okay, no, that's fine. I just want to <laughs> I mean, you can. Otherwise, she's going to cast a minor illusion of a ginormous pigeon on the other side of the room. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then bolt... Into the pool, well, around to the closest point of where the dreamer Baldor is, and try and grab the essence from him. Okay, the vial. Yeah, while well, everyone's looking at the giant pigeon. Okay, all right. So as uh, Jeremy pushes you forward, um, you Baldor is saying he's like, um, I can check my uh, check my knowledge if I hold it up to the light, and he starts holding it up to the light, and. You get pushed forward and cast minor illusion, which is a cantrum. <laughs> all must of I read this spell? Hmm? Must I read this spell? No, it's okay. okay. Um, when all of a sudden, as he holds it up to the light, and everyone is watching Baldor hold it up to the light, um, and the one gnome is swimming to the edge of the pool, um, Pia looks at the. Is there a wisdom saving throw to to see through the illusion? You create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration of one minute. The illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast the spell again. If you create an image of an object, such as a chair, muddy footprints, or a small chest, it must be no larger than a five-foot cube. Still a giant pigeon. For them, it's a giant pigeon yeah. as well. Uh, the image can't create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. Physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things can pass through it. And if a creature uses its action to examine the sound or image, the creature can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence or investigation check against your spell save DC. Okay, so what's your spell save? 14. Okay, so Pia looks at it. And she looks at, she looks at all of you trying to see who cast the spell. But she, like, there's no way she could tell because she didn't see you cast it. The rest of the gnomes run out of the cavern. <laughs> and even the one, the one in the pool manages to jump past <laughs> Xantelarian's head, like in height, and jump onto the side and motors it out the cavern. And then Baldor drops the the vial 
into the pool and runs out as Pia shouts, it's not real. And then they're shouting, it's going to poop us out. <laughs> In Gnomish. In Gnomish. Oh, guys. We all understand it. It's going to poop us out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and she looks as as, as the floor is strewn with uh, some weapons and pickaxes, and she looks at you guys and she starts to back against the wall, but still not near the pigeon, even though she she knows it's fake. <laughs> she just maneuvers. Oh back. no! It says it says the illusion um, becomes faint to the creature if they figure out it's an illusion. But she can. It's still faint, faint but pigeon. it's she. She's still just um, is skirting the pigeon, and she moves back against the wall, and she's like, "Okay, if you guys are really from the future, I wish you would leave. <laughs> I wish that too. Good. Dobby, we're on the same page. Uh, Dobby wants to just do a young fireball by her foot. <laughs> just wants to, and then she, and then he's like, "Stay away from my man." Um, okay. Okay, hold on. Can can Oriel unwittingly can Oriel unwittingly stand in front of where you were aiming? Girl, you're gonna get burnt. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's not to it's not to injure her, it's just to like No, I know, it's just but it's, so it's just to, it's just to scare her. She's not planning to stand in front she doesn't know you're casting a fireball. She's trying to like talk to Pierre of like, this is the plan. We gotta do this. Okay, roll the percentile for me. Oriel, why? Uh, actually, Dobby, you roll the percentile. <laughs> why even? There's not the two tens. Guys, Oriel's always so forward. So forward, always. What do you want? You start to step as she, as Dobby starts to send the firebolt out at his fingertips. You step forward and reach your hand, and you feel a whizzing past your hand as the firebolt possibly singes some of your I don't know do elves have arm hairs I doubt it Uh, half elves don't have arm hairs if you had arm hairs they would have singed and um, a firebolt lands in front of Pia's feet and she draws her weapon and everyone's now in initiative to be fair it's four against one I don't know how far she's going to (laughs) get Yeah, but no one can blame Darby, guys. It's Antillerian's fault. I'm just putting it out there. All right, that brings it to rain. <laughs> what are you going to do? So the vial is floating on top of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like if you look carefully, the luminescence is seeping back because he hadn't stopped the vial. Mm-hmm. Um, so rain moves to grab the vial. You do so. You grab the mm-hmm. vial. Uh, do you um, want to do anything else? Um, and like stop the essence. I kind of try to okay, so the you and stuff. Yeah. And put a stop in. Yeah. And then she's just going to look at Darby and Oreo and Pia because why? <laughs> <laughs> because why? why? Um, that brings it to Pia. And she's... Sorry, I have to find my, my sheet for Pia's attack skills because I didn't... Like, guys, why? <laughs> because why? Why, Darby? <laughs> why? Why? No. Yeah, Why? Yeah. That's probably not going to hit anybody. Does ten hit your armor class, Darby? Mm-mm. No. So she she takes her weapon, Nabble. which is a almost like a, a shivved pickaxe. That's that's small, and you can see is actually collapsible, which she had put in, and she un like flicked it open. 
Almost like a switchblade, but a, a pickaxe. That sounded like a swear word. A switch pickaxe. A switch pickaxe. A switch axe. And then she she moves and stands behind Jeremy and she's like, help me. Can I intervene? I feel uh, like Jeremy is it, just... It's your turn. So is my, you yes. <laughs> uh, I need, he's just going <laughs> to... He's watched everything that's just happened. <laughs> His world has been steadily falling apart for weeks, and this has been the climax. He's and just like, I can't even. He shouts out in his bassy tones, "Jams, jams, jams!" <laughs> and um, wants to pick up Pierre and just say, "Seuss." Okay, roll, uh, roll performance for me. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, jams. No. Seven. <laughs> As you shout at it, the, the cave reverberates and stalactites um, start to shake a little bit. And then it's it's okay. But you can hear almost after he shouts, jams, 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 cease. You almost, you know that um, feeling you get after you've heard a really loud sound and then it's almost the absence of sound. Mm. You hear that. In the cave, and then some dust settles from the roof. <laughs> so cool. I think Jeremy will use the pregnant pause for a moment, feel the silence effect, and then <laughs> look at everyone. <laughs> There's one Zorn eye. <laughs> one Zorn eye, one yellow eye with with a red and black pupil is giving you a beady eye. The the faint pigeon is probably also giving you a beady <laughs> eye. <laughs> The pigeon only lasted a minute. He's gone. Well, it is initiative now, so... <laughs> and I, mean, six seconds. I would like to just address Pierre. All right. And say, Gnomling, I need to go home, and so do you. And she's going to lean round, and then she's going to whisper, They started it. I don't care who started it. I will finish it. And then she she looks at your scary one eye that's trained on her and she says, they're going to murder me. Uh, I think he's going to turn to everyone and say, will you murder this gnomling that you apparently came to save? I'd like to. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, see, see, see. And she's calm down, down. Calm down. It's just Darby. He's fiercely overprotective over my cousin. Besides, we don't kill our pay, Darby. Mm. They want to kidnap me. They want to kidnap me. No one wants to kidnap you. I just think you should go with them safely. And send me home. She starts reversing and packing against the wall. She's like, "They convince you to kidnap me." Oreo. <laughs> She's gonna slap her across the face to calm the fuck down. Roll to attack. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not rolling to hurt. Just to calm and just step just, out of it. Just a calming slap. I mean, you're really good at those calming steps. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today. For sensitive viewers, she didn't mean calm the beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Apologies for my French. Oh, wait, was the actual French? Your guys. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't speak that language and I don't have comprehend <laughs> languages. So. Um, but that was my several strength. Uh, yeah. Uh, seven. You start to wave your hand towards her like you're going to snap. And then from a panic state, she turns to you and gives you daggers. Like, if you touch me with your hand, I will bite it off. Is what you're getting from the evil eyeball she's giving you. And she, she like stands defiantly like, yes, if you hit me, it's going to hurt your hand more than it hurts my face. <laughs> um, you still have a move action. Can I use that move action to talk? Yeah, feel free. Snap out of it, young gnomling. Can we just work together so we can get home and get out of this place? I'd like to say that I was working with you. You, she mm. points at she points at Darby, <laughs> shot a fireball at me. You wouldn't let me leave your arms, she points at Zantler. <laughs> she points at you. She's like, you just tried to slap me. How does that you make me crazy? I'm talking now. <laughs> And she's like, like silence. She's, she's like, like, you have changed sides, and you, she points at Rain, have actually been okay, which is saying a lot because you try to throw someone in the pool. You don't even know if Kyle can swim. <laughs> and she's like, it's just been a very long day. Okay, we thought we were saving you. We were trying to get through, and then this is how you repay us. You, and she points at everyone. <laughs> and she's like. You know, I never thought I would say this, but this is the only time that it seems apt. And she holds up her other hand. She goes, thunder! <laughs> um, can anybody put this girl to sleep, please? Like, It's okay. It's okay. Please just call Baldor in. We won't try to hurt you. No, wait, why? I mean, because he was the dreamer in the future. He might be able to help us. I told you we should have killed him in the future and you didn't <laughs> listen to me. Zachary, <laughs> you're not helping this conversation. <laughs> Ignore my cousin. He's very pretty, but not very smart. Can Darby say something? Darby wants to look at Zantelarian and say, is this what you want to <laughs> deal with? And then points at Pierre. Actually, she is quite appealing. Strong world, good character, very cute. And Please call Baldor like, in. Her hands are still up and she's like, she starts to reverse out the room and she's like, <laughs> she, she exits the room and she leans back and she's like, and she looks at Jeremy and she's like, and shakes her hand and she just like, yeah, and she exits back out. <laughs> Oh, All right. Gosh. That's a good thing she left. My my javelin hand was starting to get twitchy. Oh god. <laughs> what is wrong so with women? Dobby, you're not even a woman and you behave like this. Why are you guys so violent? Dobby's just not even gonna respond. Oreo <laughs> just calls for Baldo. Um as you shout uh, up the cave. You hear Pia shouting from a little bit of a distance. Obviously, she's ran. She's like, they ran away from your pigeon. They are far away. Relax and don't shout. You'll cause a cave in. In, in, in. And then you, everybody roll perception for me. 
so our dice hit each other in the dice tray. It caused me to critical fail. Did you critical fail? I got Wait, what's your What's your critical fail? My critical one. Okay, I got a seven. Perception, eh? Yeah. Yeah, 17. 20. 20. <laughs> Must be nice. All right. As um, anyone who's over 10 hears the vague echo of <laughs> coming down. And uh, Oriole, uh, are you going to reply? To lightning. Ing. No, no, you can hear lightning. <laughs> no, no, hear it's very far and you're going to cause a cave in. If you're not careful, I'm going to thunder wave and cause the biggest cave of your life and everyone's going to be trapped in down here. Now send in the dreamer boulder or I will cause a cave in. And that's where your critical fail comes in. Oh. Uh, everybody roll decks for me. Hmm. Roll a deck save for me. You as well, Jeremy. <laughs> God, today is a number. Uh, with a disadvantage, Jeremy. You are very large. <laughs> 13. 6. 11. <laughs> and then? 5. 6. <laughs> okay, so anyone under 10, um, you you see as Oriole comes to the end of her shaft, um, you hear a rumble and you see three large stalactites fall. One lands in the pool one lands on the left, and then one lands between Oriole and Jeremy. Uh, please take two points of damage each okay. as shards crack off of the stalactite, and then you as well, Hazant. So the one that landed in the pool, a shard flies off. Ta- please take one point of damage. There's dead silence okay. again. And dust. Then you hear us after, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's gone. <laughs> ah. Well, we've got to chase after them, don't we? No, they're out. That means they went home, right? Yes. Yeah, no, that means that we can't get back home without the dreamer's knowledge. At this, Jeremy <laughs> has something to say. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Jeremy. He brushes off his uh, arm from the stomach tightness. And yeah. the one that you put. <laughs> Didn't you? So you clawed yourself with it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, and, so, and replies saying... Home is a place for you, or is it a time? Do you know it's a time? I was just not being specific with my speech. I was suggesting a rethinking of your thoughts on place. Are you trying to say that this is home now? I move through time planes and elemental planes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, then can we get out of here, please? <laughs> Sorry. Does this mean I'm a few weeks younger? No. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple of days younger, yes. It just means you aged prematurely in your youth. <laughs> but you still look old. No, Ooh, you're a couple Dabby of Dabby with younger. the insults. Okay. <laughs> Zantalaren is going to look at his reflection in the pool. Mm-hmm. And flick his hair and blow himself a kiss and be like, yes, beautiful. 
And it's true. It's, it is true. However, you do feel like you look exactly the same as the last time you looked in a looking glass. Can Darby just push or him in just the pool? He's just still uh, standing in the pool. Oh, shoot. Um, Jeremy says, attractive elf. <laughs> Where is the annoying little friend? Ah, yes, Knuffin. Well, it seems that he went back to the original time. Hmm. Jeremy goes quiet. <laughs> Jeremy does Thanks. go quiet. Um, everyone roll perception for me. This dice needs to go to dice jail. <laughs> 13. 6. 22. 19. Uh, so Zand and Darby, you realize that the dust, there's still more dust coming from the ceiling and you look up to follow that dust because surely it should have stopped by now. And you see that there appears to be a slight fissure in the in the center of the roof. It's It appears the dust is falling from there. Uh, you guys notice nothing. Um, okay. Xantelarian is going to dash out of the pool because I've got cunning action, so I can do two things at once. <laughs> dash out of the pool... Grab Oriole and start running for the exit. All right. But the shiny thing. <laughs> um, Rain's going to follow. And it's like, Jeremy. <laughs> and Darby's right behind. Uh, you guys start running. Um, and as you do so, you uh, roll perception for me. Natural 20. Thank you. Other dice. 18. 11. 7. Um, so as you start running out, you you dash and you're getting near the edge, like the entrance, because you guys know know the cave because you've been in here before. And as you pass the entrance, uh, Oriel, you notice that there's more gems than when you went into the cave originally, which is to be explained. And you see near the entrance, you you're pretty sure you see some some gnomish eyes hiding in, in the dark. Wait, Santa guys, I see them! I see them! And you guys run out? Well, let she's... me go. <laughs> Do you let wait, me go? Did you, when you said wait, did you mm-hmm. shout at me? Yeah. Okay, I let her go because she, I, I grabbed her so she screamed in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys are at the entranceway of the cave. Mm-hmm. Baldor, are you there? I promise no one's going to hurt you. You hear a voice saying, No. (laughs) (laughs) There's no news here. Please roll uh, insight for me. Do I really need insight? (laughs) You do. You do. Because the cave's echoing seems to really magnify that ghostly sound. Uh Uh, You can roll it with an advantage. Well, never mind. (laughs) Um, Everyone else, like, seems to be, like... Maybe it's true, uh, but you're like, no. There's a gnome (laughs) shouting in some crevice somewhere. Like, no, no. All right. Um, Does she know exactly where that crevice is? Like she can go and stalk up to the crevice? from the the insights and because you've seen the eyes, you can be like, yeah, they're over there. Okay. The voice came from over there. So she wants to walk straight up to Baldur. All right. And then kneel down and look him in the eyes. 
Okay, you you don't see the eyes anymore, but you can see if you look carefully that obviously they've closed their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes and she's like, please, please, please help us get home. I don't know where else to look or how else to help us, but you said you would would help with the luminescent thing. And I don't think any of us know what, what you would. In the future, you're the leader. And then you hear, everyone hears a sudden crash, which is obviously the... The cave where the pool is caving in. Um, and then there's, there's just silence um, as they're trying to hold their breaths. But you can hear someone obviously has asthma. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> I can hear you breathing. Please just acknowledge me. And then you hear... <laughs> You're going to pass out if you carry on like this. Um, there's a cave collapsing around us. Can we get out of here, please? What happens if we lose the pool forever? Then we can't go back. We are back. We're back. Who said we're back? According to Jeremy, we are. Change your mindset and stuff. (laughs) I don't know about you, but my parents are still alive. And I would like to see them in my proper time. Shush, you're Stagged breathing. I'm busy trying to prove a point. But hold on. We've only gone back, so it's not as if you're missing your parents. They'll still be there. Yeah, and then when they get a 16-year-old coming to their four-year-old's house, I don't even know how far we've gone back, but... Oriel, I don't think they've been digging for that long. Mm. How long have they been digging? Pia basically looks the same, and she's not dead from starvation yet, so it couldn't be more than a few weeks. So a (laughs) 15-year-old... Oriel comes back and a 16-year-old Oriel returns. And they're like, oh, goodness sake, just come out. <laughs> Everyone roll perception. <laughs> mm-hmm. 15. 21. 24. 12. You all hear one of the gnomes whispering, they know we're here. <laughs> no kidding, Sherlock. She's gonna put a firebolt in her hand that allu- that she's not gonna cast it at anyone. Just, she just illuminate. Just to illuminate, saying, "Idiots, I really can see you." As they all see the firebolt and run out the cave. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pia's like, "I'll get you, thunder and lightning!" And she runs out, <laughs> following behind them. They all run out the cave. The cave is illuminated, right? Mm. Is there a gem within easy reach that I can pick out of the wall really, really quickly? Um, not that you could pick out of the wall with your hand. No, but, but like if I use my dagger. If you use your dagger, I mean, it might take you ten minutes. Go on, I've given up. That is what I'm doing. You're digging out a gem? I came Ooh. here for gems. Um, Rain's going to do the same thing. Rain digs out some gems? <laughs> she does so is Darby. <laughs> digging gems? Jeremy! Well, obviously not going to get paid for people. Are you going to be able to get home now? <laughs> for real. Um, I think when the cave in the in the cavern fell down, you, you just left him behind, and he was just <laughs> he just kind of faded into the rock because he doesn't care that rock falls. He's just oh, going to go. Okay. Room. So he disappeared. So oh, there's nowhere. Near, near. Okay, but she still says that in the cavern. All right. Um, everyone, roll perception for me while you're digging gems. Oriel, what are you doing? She's looking for Jeremy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eight. Fifteen. Six. Darby, you're pretty sure you hear as the as the gnomes running as the gnomes run out, you hear faint, don't go in there. They're crazy from one of the gnomes. And then you hear a voice say, I'm sure that's fine. And you're 
And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. God. Yes. <laughs> and I wish you could see my players' faces. She gonna get it. Nearly fell yeah. off the chair. All right. So, thank Dad. you. Hmm? No, say it. Genuinely gave me the creeps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as Connor opened her mouth, I was like, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> We're done. We're gonna die. <laughs> Um, cool. <laughs> so that, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> so glad. Um, and that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you, as always, to my players who make the game such immense fun and who always, always, always <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for listening. And please remember, if you enjoyed it, to share it with your friends, foes, family, familiars. And please rate us and review us and leave a little sentence about why you liked it. Um, if you did like it, if you didn't like it, don't rate us. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I mean, it is a free country. Do what you wish. Um, so please, it's a free just, world. It's well, it is My a free world. Country. Guys, you're that. That is deep and sad. This country ain't free. Like the mistress. Yes. Well, um, so please remember to share it with people you know, so that uh, we can share our love of role playing further and further in the world. Also, please remember if you're keen on chatting to us on social media, you can find us at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E on all the socials. And you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com if you want to be an NPC, send me your name and possibly what kind of NPC you want to be. I probably won't choose it, but you know I could. <laughs> and uh, just chat us. Let us know you're out there. As always, a big thank you to Tristan for helping to be the amazing sound engineer and to Veed who makes the amazing music that plays in Dum Dum Die. And to everyone for listening, have a most amazing week of role playing. The book needs to be manual, so Darby needs to pass the book. <laughs> and <laughs> this year we are proudly sponsored by Manual Beok. Who wants electronics? When is your electronics going on the fritz when using magic? Is that the is different your story? Is D Beyond denied you? D and D Beok. <laughs> now on the interwebs oh. and by interwebs it's, he actually means webs in the forest where he teaches that are interlaced that he's like stuck leaves on let's say D&D oh, jokes. hold on <laughs> um, I think I need to add my spell attack bonus